Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. This is a little bit more sober of an episode than we did last time. Last time was St. Patrick's Day. We had some... uh, some whiskey in our coffee. We had we took some whiskey shots. Today is a little different. Uh, we got to work today, so we're not going to be doing that. Neil, how are you? I'm good, Josh. It's nice to uh, reconnect here and be able to shoot some thoughts. Yeah, mm-hmm. we uh, there. There's often not often, but there are some weeks sometimes when like our schedules just really don't match up. Like we gotta we gotta record one day, and then one of us wakes up sick. One of us has a dog that has what was it, termites or something like that? Termites. I don't know <laughs> what do dogs have. Not termites. dogs don't have termites. Dogs, dogs have aren't parasites. Made of, dogs aren't made of wood. They're they don't par- have termites. Uh, so when you have a brand new dog, dogs have no immune system whatsoever. Mm. They got to build that shit up. Absolutely, like a baby. Dogs can get, you know. Um, Parasites, they can get uh, diarrhea, they can get oh, they don't eat we sticks, they, like they do whatever they don't know is right for them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's not uh, pretty the first year, but uh, we're that's the growing pains of being a dog owner, right? Did we ever talk about um, when our dogs met each other? Yeah, your dog hated it. Harley did not like your dog at all. Yeah, he was. We we made them meet right outside of my apartment building. And my dog Harley was just not interested. He's just like scratching at the door to get back in. He's like, okay, he's an I'm old soul. Here. Like he doesn't want to be bothered yeah. with that. He's, he's twelve yeah. years old now, or he's yeah. almost twelve years old now. So he's like hanging out like, with a six-month-old puppy. Like, of <laughs> course, like, he doesn't have the energy. I'm for done that. with this. I'm yeah. done with this. Let's go back inside. <laughs> uh, you said you had something you wanted to talk about, Neil. Right yeah, the, you... uh, uh, I'm not sure if you've heard, but the NBA uh, opened its first restaurant in Toronto. I didn't hear that. Yeah, it's called NBA Courtside Restaurant. It's down uh, by the water. Where? Um, on Queen's Quay. Queen's Quay? Queen's Quay. Um, Where but it's a massive uh, restaurant that they just did their soft opening. Um, but it's called the NBA Courtside Restaurant. And um, they have a pretty good like culinary uh, aspect to the restaurant. The restaurant mimics a lot of what you'll see in the NBA. I mean, you're going to see a lot of themes in there, a lot of courts, a lot of TVs. Apparently, it's a really great spot to, to catch a game, as one could imagine. Yeah, well, at the NBA restaurant, yeah, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's exciting that the NBA decided to open its uh, first restaurant here in Toronto. Have you been to it yet? No, uh, they just, again, they just did their soft opening. So I like giving restaurants a, a little bit of time to figure out to their To find kinks, their legs before you go To iron out the kinks before... Um, you go and uh, assess everything about them. Yeah. Um, but speaking of restaurants, <laughs> I wanted to, to bring up not only this, but also the craze that has been going on for quite some time right now. I went out on Saturday and I myself indulged in this craze. And the craze, if you're wondering, is the espresso martini craze. That's like and craze. It's a great like espresso martinis have really boomed and taken off maybe over the last couple of years. Yeah. I mean, they've always kind of been like there. In the- yeah, but not as they haven't been as popular as they have been the last couple of years. Okay, I don't fair. think again, like that's what we're going through this 
look like one of the classic cocktails. We're going through this. But what I want to talk about is, <clears throat> what is your thought on the espresso martini? What are my thoughts on the espresso martini? Um, do you like them? Do you think they're overrated? Do you... I, I do like it. I definitely couldn't like... Like there was a there was a couple uh, I saw at uh, my restaurant uh, maybe like a month ago that sat there and had seven espresso martinis each. Yeah, like I couldn't do that. Like that's just that's a heart attack waiting to happen. But like, yeah, I couldn't get drunk off of it. But like, if you need like a pick me up, if you need like, you know, you're you're drinking cocktails, you're you're on your way out to a different place, you're and you need some sort of pick me up. Espresso martini is the way to go. Like, it's, so I'm gonna throw some shade <clears throat> for anyone out there who's listening to this right now. Um, and a classic You're espresso some grievances right now. A classic espresso martini has three ingredients: espresso, mm-hmm. vodka, mm-hmm. and a coffee liqueur. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. When you start questioning why there's no Bailey's in it, Bailey's aren't isn't supposed to be in it's an not. espresso martini. It's not. Go fuck yourself <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna send that <clears throat> espresso martini back because it doesn't have Bailey's in it. All right. This world does not revolve around Bailey's, all right? You want your world to be creamier? Go to Pornhub, all right? <laughs> wow, you really woke up today and chose violence. <laughs> wow. Okay. I honestly think that because I actually, we both work in restaurants, and mm-hmm. the reason I bring this up is because there was uh, a group of guests who I was speaking with after dropping off four espresso martinis for mm-hmm. four guests at the table. We, um, at my restaurant, we don't have coffee beans, right? We don't have espresso beans, Um and they were like physically they're irate. Like, they're like a niche thing. Like you, no one has espresso beans. If you if you do, like, I mean, we use a, a high end cold brew yeah. for our espresso martinis. But they were physically irate that we didn't garnish their espresso martinis Are with serious with espresso beans. And I was like, I thought it was a joke at first, and I just it realized Start quickly realized that they were not joking. They were actually physically serious. If you ever go out to a restaurant, I'm making a PSA right now. If you ever go out to a restaurant and you send a drink back or you get upset or you throw a fit because your drink isn't garnished the way you like it, stay home. Don't go out anymore. Just stay home. Nobody wants you out in the world. Stay inside. Behave yourself when you're out in public. Respect your staff. Respect the hardworking people out there. Just don't be an asshole. Literally. Or bring your own damn coffee beans. There you go. You want to garnish it? Have it ready, you know, in your back pocket, you know? So they were upset that it wasn't garnished with espresso. Yeah, physically upset. They're like, I'm going to leave a review about this. Like, this is unacceptable. I'm like, well, you know, don't order it next time, you know, just straight up. I remember we had a group of guests one time. But that's also happened with the Bailey's thing. Like, why is this taste? This is an espresso martini. I'm like, no, what you're usually used to, that little bitch drink that you're used to with adding (laughs) Bailey's in it. Yeah, that's probably going to make you lactose intolerance. You're going to shit yourself. Yeah. Uh, like, figure it out, you know? Yeah. If you don't know what a classic espresso martini is, then you probably shouldn't be ordering it. And I love when, you know, servers come up to me and they're like, this person was upset that it wasn't, you know, made this way. Yeah. And I've gone up to them before and been, like, gone up to the table and been like, hey, guys, just so you know, like, it's not actually supposed to be made with Bailey's. Um, wherever you've gotten that before is not made properly. Yeah. But uh, we had a group of guests one time. It was like a table of six guys, clearly like out-of-towners. Yeah. 
and they ordered espresso martinis and we didn't have any coupes or martini glasses so we put them in um, like old-fashioned rocks glasses yeah um which is like some places serve espresso martinis in and they sent them all back six espresso martinis because they wanted them in coupes glasses they sent them all back they were like we don't want these we want them in coupes Yeah. He actually got up from his seat and walked around the restaurant until he found a manager. And that's how he let me know that he's not, they won't be drinking this. He's like, I just want to know how I'm going to be compensated for this. It took me a second to like calibrate in my mind as I was looking at him to like, I like this job, so I shouldn't punch this guy in the face right now. <laughs> um, it took like, <laughs> it took me a second to respond to him because I was trying to rationalize in my head whether or not I wanted to clock this guy in the face as hard as I could. So I, I jokingly thought with this, with this group that I was speaking with last night and I jokingly said, I was like, yeah, we don't, we don't have physically have coffee beans, like espresso beans in house. Um, we do have espresso, um, but we use Lavazzo uh, pods yeah. per coffee. Um, so I was like, if this asshole orders another one i'm gonna fucking put one of these pods as a garnish on his fucking (laughs) on his fucking espresso martini i'm like that's our garnish bitch figure it out yeah open it up suck it back snort whatever you want put it up your butthole it's yours i don't really care (laughs) do with it as you please but that's your garnish don't like it go somewhere else go literally go somewhere else literally yeah uh wow yeah, that's a spicy way to start off the show. Yeah, have you ever had a espresso martini with tequila? It's good. I don't like it as much. It's good. A lot of people like recently have been like, "Oh, I'd like it made with tequila instead," because that's, that's so fine. Cool. I mean, that's a preference of of changing the vodka to tequila, right? That's it's not a. I mean, you could change it to whatever you want. Really, you can change it to uh, scotch. You could change it to bourbon. You could do whatever yeah. you want with it, right? But tequila is where I draw the line. Yeah. You're not a big tequila guy. Uh, you like your whiskey. I do like my whiskey. I Try do. it with whiskey. I've never tried it with, with whiskey. I, maybe I should. It's a good idea. Next time I have one, I'm going to try it with whiskey. I'll let you know. We pretty much had those last week for, or three weeks ago. When we I mean, you're St. not Patty's. wrong. Yeah. We just poured whiskey and coffee and called it a day. I mean. We just needed a liqueur in there. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, should we get into some sports? Yeah, let's talk some sports. <laughs> uh, we could honestly have a, a, our own different podcast just talking about the, the assholes that come into a restaurant and the different kinds of people that we This encounter. is a sports podcast. Absolutely. Um, but it's also called Shoot Your Thought. So yeah. you know, we're shooting our thought on various subjects here. We're, we're expanding our horizon here. You Absolutely. Know, if we wake up one morning and we decide to, to to rant about something, we will save it for this no podcast. Fucking rules on this podcast. Guy. We make the rules, yeah. Neil. We have a football in the middle of our table. We make the rules. We do whatever the fuck we want. We should check out that uh, new NBA restaurant. We actually should. Courtside, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been to um, Hoops? The reason I, I was asking. Hoops. Hoops is like has been around forever, and they've never really changed. Uh, so Literally. they're kind of dated. But the thing I was going to ask, um, before we jump into, you know, yes, we'll get to our Leafs and our Raptors, but I was going to ask if you've been to the NBA restaurant, because what restaurant, what other sports restaurant would you like compare it to? Like, is it like a real sports that has like 27 TVs on the same wall? Or is it like a hoops that has, for some reason, which I still am not able to figure out, TVs on the floor? This is... (laughs) TVs on the floor? What hoops Hoops are you going to? The hoops over... um, Right beside Scotiabank. 
They have TVs on the floor. I'm just thinking, like, are, are people crowding around the TVs on the floor when they're watching a game? Like, are people kneeling down on the ground? They have TVs on the floor. I remember the first time I went in there, I thought, oh, that's so cool that they have TVs on the floor. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, why the fuck do they have TVs on the floor? It's for the, yeah, the short ones <laughs> that come in there. Who is, like, you're just going to have a bunch of people running into each other. Yeah. They're in the middle of the, like, people are, like, walkways. Like, people are just walking and then probably looking down, not looking where they're going, running into someone carrying a tray of drinks. If the owner of Hoops is listening to this episode, change your fucking plan here, guy. I mean, it's cool. It doesn't work. It's not working. It's cool that you got TVs on the floor. I don't know. What's next? You're going to start, you know, know, selling espresso martinis and short glasses? Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Who does that? Literally, who does that? (laughs) Send it back. Send it back. <laughs> that's our theme today. I'm send gonna, it back. I'm going to send this drink back because I'm watching a TV on the floor over here. That's that's the theme. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, yeah, no, it's cool. I just want to know your rationale behind why the fuck you put TVs on the floor. That's what I want to know. Let's go in there and ask. Let's. I think we should go in there. We've live streamed when the Giants are playing the Eagles. Let's live stream going into hoops and figuring out this floor TV. Yeah, literally. Let's go. Let's have a live stream one night of us going in there and asking why the fuck they have TVs yeah, on the floor. We should. That's a good call. That's a good call. Uh, speaking of venues that we need to check out, we do need to check out that courtside NBA restaurant, and we're going to do so when the Raps and Leafs make the playoffs, which is Ooh, coming up. Really segue. Nice. I like that, eh? I like it. Uh, let's talk to Raps. First, NBC, then. if you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> that's a that's a, <laughs> wow. That's nice. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, which did you hear that Tim and, and Friends is is ending? Or it has ended? Or I don't know if they still it's have not, episodes left. It hasn't ended yet, because I just saw them the other day. But they made an announcement. Tim made an announcement that they're ending the show. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be long after Sid left. Um, the but it ratings... has been long after Sid left. They still went on no, for like it's... two years. It hasn't been two years since Sid left. It has. No, it has not. More or less. It's been like six months. Okay. It's, it's definitely not It has not months. been two years since Sid left Tim and Sid. It has not been that long. I refuse to acknowledge that. But no, um, Sid was the one that made the show. Like Tim and Sid, like people hopped on Tim and Sid to to watch Sid Sixera. Dude, it's been two years. Uh, Sid Sixera left Tim and Sid uh, February 26, 2021. It's been two fucking years? Two years. No way. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Wow, the pandemic really just fucked up the, the whole time frame for everyone didn't they yeah wow so he went on for two years and now tim and friends is ending two years later well, i was gonna say like people chimed in to tim and said people tuned in to to watch sid sixero's hot takes like yeah. tim was the one that like kind of facilitated the show but sid sixero was there for his hot takes yeah wow it's big it's a big it's a big time he still has hot takes hey eh? do you follow him on twitter yeah oh, sid yeah sixero yeah and he brings these hot takes to Breakfast Television, where he is hosting now. His sports hot takes? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, he does. Um, I used to hate Sig- Sid Sixero, but um, I've grown to love him over the years. Like, yes, he's a pessimist. Yes, he. every time the Leafs or the Raptors or even the Blue Jays, when the Blue Jays lost out in the playoffs this past year, he ripped them a new one. And, like, rightfully so most of the time. Um, but uh, the... What do you want to talk about first? The Raptors? Yeah, let's get into the Raptors. Let's get into the Raptors. They have clinched their play-in spots 
which means they will be involved in the play-in tournament happening next week. Um, they are, I don't believe it's official that they're locked in to play the Bulls, but it's looking probably like 95% that they will be playing the Bulls, which means the Raptors will have home court advantage, which means DeRozan will be coming to Toronto to try and end the Raptors' hopes of making the playoffs. That, if, if that's not your storyline, I don't know what is, um, because this is the first time the Raptors will be meeting DeRozan in the postseason. Um, and that makes for a, a brilliant storyline. The Raptors are going to destroy the Bulls if they play the Bulls in the first round. Mm-hmm. The Raptors are going to have a hard time getting out of the second round if they beat the Bulls and make the playoffs, or the technical first round. Yeah. They're going to have a hard time. They don't match up well against any team. Yeah, the addition um, of this new center, the old center that they used to have, helps. Um but it doesn't really make them a strong playoff team. You know, this team can do some damage, but they don't have the depth. They don't have the the balance. You know, they don't have the shooting. Um, I said to you earlier that I was hoping that the Raps would tank and try and rebuild over the offseason, but they're not doing that. They're trying to make the playoffs. No, they, they didn't and, sell at the <clears throat> deadline. No, Masai came out like right after the deadline and said, we believe in the team we have now. And honestly, I respect that. Like, do I think that this team can win a championship? No. Did I think that they could win a championship with Kawhi during that season? Honestly, no, I didn't. And look what happened. So stars aligned, right? Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what they do. What was interesting about the Raptors that I I wanted to talk about was the news that um, Nick Nurse could potentially be. This could be his last season with the Raptors. Yeah. And he could. He said he wants to take some time over the off season and and look at his options and see if he wants to return. Is that, in your opinion, a good move if the Raptors were to move on from Nick Nurse, or do you think that they need to do whatever they can to keep his services as head coach of the Raptors? The one thing I I didn't appreciate was the timing of him saying that. Um, like I, I get that you're always like, you're trying to build your resume. You're trying to, you know, look for your next contract, whether that's with the same team or with another team, but I didn't appreciate it. He said it right before a game that the Raptors were about to have. It was a pregame conference that he said that in. Um, and so that was all that the announcers were talking about during the game. That was all that Twitter was talking about during the game is what's Nick Nurse going to do after this season. And so my thought process originally went to, okay, he's going to, he's building up his resume right now, whether that's for Masai Ujiri mm-hmm. and Bobby Webster or whether that's for another team. So he's going to show you this season how good of a coach he can be for the rest of the season and in the play-ins and the playoff tournament. If he can bring this Raptors team far into the playoffs, whether that's the second round, the third round, whether that's the NBA finals, he is showing you how good of a coach he can be. And so whether that's to make his contract bigger for next year or whether that's him going to another team, he is showing everyone that he's going to prove himself. Which I do respect. I just don't respect the timing of him saying it. The thing is, it's like Nick Nurse, I feel, this year has lost the locker room. There's a lot of personality in that locker room now, right? Like Fred Van Vliet is very outspoken. He's getting suspended for berating refs, right? On in press conferences. Pascal, I said this many, many years ago when he first broke out, he is 
every day becoming a bigger diva and thinking that he's larger than life. Um, I'll wait for you to finish your thought. OG, I've probably never heard him speak before. (laughs) (laughs) So how do you manage that? Uh, But again, like the locker room has all these different personalities. And I don't think Nick Nurse is the future. He won a championship with this team. But I don't think I, don't, I haven't liked what he's done this year. Um, I will disagree with Pascal saying or you saying he's a diva because I I remember when he didn't make the All Star team, he came out and said it is what it is, like it's 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 all good. It is what it is. I'm here to win with this team. Whether or not my accolades are recognized, that's fine. I don't really care. And then he made the uh, the. I think someone or maybe Kevin Durant was out or something like that. And so they brought in Pascal Siakam. Um, Yeah. So he's an all-star. He's just, he wasn't selected for the starting team. So I don't think he's a diva. Um, I still think that Nick Nurse is one of the, if not best coaches in the NBA, one of the best coaches in the NBA. Um, I think that Nick Nurse can out coach, a team in a seven game series, any team in the NBA, I think Nick nurse can outcoach them. So I have, I, I would love for Nick nurse to stay. I think the Raptors have gone through a lot of different coaches and a lot of different coaches have failed in Toronto. Did I just say Toronto? Toronto. 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 Well, that's the most out of town thing I've ever said. Toronto. Toronto. It just sounds weird. Toronto, Toronto, Toronto. Um, I think that uh, Nick Nurse has been the most successful coach in Toronto for a very long time. Um, so I don't think we should try and move on from him. I don't think the options out there are better than Nick Nurse. All right. We're going to see his decision uh, at some point this offseason, but it'll be interesting to see uh, what he says after the Raptors' uh, playoff performance. Yeah, hopefully they have a long, sustained run in the playoffs. but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, you're right. You know, the timing of him coming out and saying what he said doesn't really make any sense. Mm-mm. It's poor timing, right? Um, what about the Leafs? How do you think that they stack up against the Ooh. Tampa Bay Lightning? Um, well, here we are again, folks. Um, it's that time of year when the Leafs clinch their playoff spots. Um, and because the stupidity of the NHL playoff format and them looking like it's not going to change anytime soon, the Leafs are once again matching up with the second or the third best team in the East in the Tampa Bay Lightning. The second best team in the East is the Leafs. They're playing the third best team in the East, which is the Lightning. It's make it make sense. Fucking format. In the first round, make it make sense. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Anyways, that's beside the point. I've talked about this ad nauseum. But um, the Leafs are matching up against the Tampa Bay Lightning in a seven-game series. It will be happening next week. Um, We don't have the games scheduled yet because there are still regular season games to happen. Um, And not everyone's uh, confirmed. Not everyone's everyone's clinched the playoffs. We're still looking for those last last spots. So um, it's not clinched yet, uh, but the Leafs will be playing the Lightning. And it's a story as old as time now. the the city of Toronto is is back on the same boat where 
there's 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 no i don't know the look talking around the city there's there's no there's not that same hope as there has been in past years it's you know it's inevitable the leafs are going to make the playoffs um it's just we're just all nervous now leafs are healthy for the first time in a long time um we had ryan o'reilly back in the lineup um that game against boston last night was was bonkers like they the leafs gave it all they had um, but the goalies put on a show. Samsonov stood on his head. Yeah, went to OT. Went to OT. The Leafs got a point, but that point secured the Leafs' home ice advantage mm-hmm. in the first round. Mm-hmm. So they have the home ice, which is huge. The they first didn't have two that. games. The first two games in Toronto. Be in Toronto. Um, uh, they did have that last last season. Did they? Yep. So remember, Tavares got injured in Game Two, mm-hmm. and that was. Uh, that was against against Tampa, yeah. So the Leafs, they have a bit of um, a salary cap issue right now because everyone's healthy, except for Matt Murray. <laughs> um, depending on Matt Murray's injury. Jake Muzzin, too. Well, Jake Muzzin's on LTIR, so he's not coming back. I don't think he'll be seeing him again, ever. I think he's going to retire. It's probably best with all the injuries he's sustained. Um, but with... Someone like Matt Murray, if he isn't healthy going into the playoffs, then you shut him down. You put him on LTIR. You have to. And the reason I say that is because they need to sign one of their stud prospects, Matthew Nyes. And like they need to have him for the playoff run. Having him is like adding a free agent midseason for a playoff run because he's a stud. Mm-hmm. Imagine him on the same wing or on a wing with math with Matthews. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. two high flying young players. Yeah. This is the time to like set your roster for the playoffs because <clears throat> yeah, salary cap doesn't exist in the playoffs for some stupid reason. Um, so yeah. And Matt Murray, every time this season, at least or in his career, Every time he comes back from injury, he gets injured. In the next He's a power years. forward, like Matthew Nyes is. Like he will bring I was that. Matt Murray. Oh, Matt Murray. Yeah, Matthew Nyes is like a power forward. He's six three. He's two hundred and ten pounds. Imagine him just, you know, like hovering around the, the net. That's what the Leafs need, right? It's almost like what Wayne Simmons was in his prime. Yeah. Right when he played for the Flyers, mm-hmm. um, you know, having that presence is something that the Leafs need. Ryan O'Reilly is another one like that, right? He gets into the nitty-gritty. Imagine having adding two players like that to this team. They're no longer coined as soft. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to match up against the other physical teams in the in the playoffs, right? So you got to find a way to get this kid in the lineup. Yeah, that's that's very true. Uh, I, yeah, the Leafs are fully healthy. Um, I don't... That doesn't really, like, affect my my hope or lack thereof. Um, I don't know. I just, what do you think the series uh, ends up? At? I know it's early right now. We're still weeks away from the actual matchup, but what I are you have, thinking here? I'm, I'll start off by saying I have, this is the season I've cared the least about the Leafs. It's all those first round playoff exits. In my, probably to, right? my whole life, honestly. I've been a Leafs fan. You can you can find pictures of me nine months old with a Leafs jersey on. I have watched every single season, every single season since I can remember. 
And this is the first season where I've had the least amount of hope for this team. I You're numb to the pain I'm that numb. they've literally numb. Until they can win a first round in a playoff series. I I You're gonna come play. alive if they get past the first round. Is 100%. What you're, saying. you're gonna come 100%. alive. You're gonna break through this hurt that is on the exterior of I'm your gonna body. break through this hurt locker. <laughs> <laughs> the Josh Hurt Locker. And I will be fully into this team. You will see me wearing a jersey around this city every single day if they make it past that first round. But until that happens, I have little to no faith in this team. It's just the way it is. I've watched almost every single game this season because that's just like who I am. I can't like you you hear about all these people that throw away their jerseys, that burn their jerseys, that will never watch another Leafs game again. That's just not me. I just can't do that. I will continue to watch the games. I know everyone's stats. I know how everyone plays together. I just I have little to no hope at all in this team doing something. <clears throat> you know what the real X factor is for the Leafs success? My belief in them. <laughs> we need you we need you yeah I we mean, need josh we'll see we'll see how it goes but i who's that youtube personality that comments every game what steve dangle steve dangle yeah i have his his book over here i literally for those of you watching i have read this book <laughs> steve if you're watching two or three times now um start to finish it's a good book if you haven't read it Definitely a good book. Um, it's called Ruining My Life. It's literally called This Team is Ruining My Life. Yeah. In quote or in uh, parentheses, but I love them. That's how I feel about this team, literally. Like, I. And to every one of or his like most watched episodes are right after they the Leafs get out of the playoffs in the first round. Yeah. Because he's, they want to see his reaction. He's a reaction-based. That's what literally drove his fan base, right? That's mm-hmm. what drew attention to him. And just that, that hurt that everyone is watching him go through during these live takes, yeah. um, during the live games, is is literally the way everyone is feeling. The way the city feels. The way the right? the literal like Ontario feels. We use him as. <clears throat> a platform to represent exactly the way we feel. And he does a great job of that because we all fucking gave up on this team year after year, but we still keep coming back to the well because of what you just said, right? We grew up on the Maple Leafs, right? We still believe. And it's like blue balls, right? We, the entire city has blue balls literally and figuratively (laughs) because (laughs) the team is blue. We all bleed blue but we've been itching and getting so close to that climax and that next step. <laughs> we I'm not sure if I'm on board with this <laughs> yeah. metaphor. We need to relieve ourselves here, guys. <clears throat> yeah. The city will collectively city climax. Collectively climax. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it's, that's, that's literally, no, I, I guess I can get on board with that. It's uh, the city. The, can you imagine the, if the Leafs win the cup this year, I don't want to think about it too much because it's going to make me... Don't go there, bro. Don't go... Don't even say the word cup and Leafs yet. But let's just put this in perspective. The Raptors championship parade brought 3 million people into the streets of Toronto. If the Montreal Canadiens can make the 
Stanley Cup playoffs, finals. Yeah. Then the Toronto Maple Leafs can get past Tampa Bay Lightning in the first Mm. round. Anything's possible. If the Leafs win the Cup, this city will implode on itself. If you think 3 million people was a lot of people, just wait until this city collectively releases all of the stress they've been feeling for the past 54 years now. Yeah. 55 years. 56 years. Because 67 was the last cup. It's been a long time. 67 was the last cup. 56 years. 56 years craziness so some people in their 60s who grew up watching the Leafs still not seen a cup johnny bauer was literally the the old he he won a cup with the leafs he was trying to stay alive for them to see another cup he died probably three years ago now yeah he just couldn't do it um the last thing i want to talk about today uh josh is i don't know if you saw it but still pertaining to the leafs Mm -hmm. Did you see, um, obviously, um, Samsonov had to uh, be out for a game, or he got injured or something like that. Um, he was having a kid, too. Yeah, he was away from the team. So it was just um, Wall that was playing. Yeah. They didn't have a backup mm-hmm. in the game. Did you see who the emergency backup goalie was? Was it David Ayers? It was Curtis Joseph. No, it, it was. was not. It was Kurt You're Cujo. Lying. He went and got his his like equipment, and they like they sh- they like you... flashed they flashed to him carrying his like gear and stuff in a suit. Curtis Joseph in his fifties. How Curtis long has Joseph. he been retired now? He played his last <laughs> game uh, probably in two thousand ten with the Leafs, and here we Did are. Did he come back? No, because he when he retired, I think he was playing for the Red Wings. No, his last game was played with the Leafs. Then he came back. I think he came back for a game or two because he, he was on the Red Wings for the, a long time. I remember because I used to have his hockey card on the Red Wings and it just felt so weird. Yeah, he had uh, a second stint um, with the Leafs in 2008-2009 as a 41-year-old. And then he retired. Crazy, crazy. Can you imagine? <clears throat> just picture this. You're at Scotiabank Arena um, as a lifelong Leafs fan. This is only like if you're 20, if you're older than 25 years old, then you know. Yeah. You you can relive the glory days of Kudo. 100%. But just picture yourself in Scotiabank Arena. <laughs> Joseph Wall gets injured. And the backup gets announced as Curtis Joseph. I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah. I would literally probably start crying. Yeah. I wouldn't know what emotion to give, and so I would probably just start crying. Look into it, man. I'm telling you. Like he I, I thought that was like I, I got butterflies just thinking about him as a fifty year old. That's insane. He's probably like what, fifty four or fifty five yeah. now? But hey. What's so great about like that era of the Leafs, like your Darcy Tucker, Gary Roberts, uh, Curtis Joseph, like that. Matt we're giddy. Sabine. We're giddy just talking about it. Right now, <clears throat> Literally, right? like that was the in my lifetime. That was the prime era for the Leafs. Like they made mm-hmm. the fi- the furthest they made in that era was the Final Four, and that's when they were up against Carolina in the Final Four. 
Um, but that was like, they're, they're all still so involved in the Leafs organization too. Like they're always at games. They're always doing these presentations when they have like the, the alumni games, they're always there. Um, so that's like what this team means to everyone that's been involved, everyone that's ever been a fan. Like the Leafs are the team where you either love them to death or you hate the sight of anything to do with them. Yeah. Like that's how make or break this team is. They're one of the most expensive franchises, sports franchises in the world, in any sport, any sport. You either love them to death, you either bleed blue, or you hate the sight of them. 100%. So if this team wins a cup this year, man, this city will implode. We'll leave it off at that. Go Leafs, go. Wow. This has been a good episode. Yes, yeah. I've released yeah. <laughs> this episode. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 